from Epic Deer Studios. This is The Ice Queens. I watched The Men's first, and when I watched that, I'm like, I don't know if we can even do this season. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so over ice skating. Hello, figure skating fans, and welcome back to season five of The Ice Queens. It just keeps getting better and better, doesn't it, Tori? Um, no, (laughs) it does not. Yeah, I mean, we, we're we struggling, fans. We're really trying to be there for you. We know you have been clamoring and emailing and tweeting and doing all this, all these things to get us back on the air. But figure skating is really making it difficult for us. It sure is. I mean, last year we had a tough season, barely could do any episodes, and uh, Skate America was not starting it off right for us. No, this was a hard one. And, you know, Universal Sports, um, their coverage of the event is really parallel to our feelings of the event. Sometimes it just blacks out randomly, which which we seem to be doing when we're watching it. We just can't take it anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know. NBC Universal, they are terrible. They can't get it right to tell you what programs are even going to be on. So you're watching the wrong things. And then some, not this competition, but other ones, they're splitting it up. So the ladies are like, showing the next week for a different program. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's like they're trying to trick us into watching it. But really, you know, now poor, poor Tori's going to have to do the entire men's and dance competition on her own because TiVo tricked me and Universal tricked me into not actually watching it. But, you know, Tori, you said I didn't really miss anything. I know. I don't even know if you should waste your time watching the men's skate. It was possibly one of the worst competitions ever for the Grand Prix. I mean, when Kevin Vanderperen actually was the best skater in the long program and almost won a Grand Prix event, that's when it's time to pack it up. Yeah. He has no business winning any event. I don't care who the other skaters are. No. Yeah. What is this, his 15th year on the ice or something? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> he's 29. Oh, my gosh. He was around went under the 6.0 system. Wow. It's time to hang it up. But, this, you know, the sad thing is, of course, he had a hideous outfit. He's skating to Man in the Iron Mask, you know, and he's not really an artistic skater. His outfit was hideous, but it was a big improvement over what we've seen in the past. He had the gloves going. It was it was awful, but he skated clean. He His jumps are really good. That's really all he has. Uh, he hit his quad. He had a huge triple-triple combination. It was great. But, you know, the rest of it, the choreography stinks. By the end, his spins were slower than hell. I mean, I was getting upset because he skated and I'm like, he's going to win this thing. That That is not right. Something is wrong with ice skating if he's going to win. He ended up getting second, but no, it was bad. Well, you know, tomorrow's Halloween, so I figured he would have worn his skeleton costume like he had in the past. <laughs> That's what I was telling Al, but he didn't quite get my humor. I'm like, <laughs> where's the skeleton outfit when we need it? Does he not realize it's almost Halloween? Maybe they don't have Halloween in Belgium. I, I don't know. I kind of think they don't, but, you know, <laughs> he sure knows how to scare people. Yeah, so he got second. Takahiko Kazuka was in this event also, and he was in second after the short program, but it was like almost a meltdown city for him. He fell, he fell on his quad and he fell on another jump too. And when, once that happened, you could just see the life go out of him. He tried to help hold it together. He's a quality skater. He has beautiful line. 
Um, he ended up third here, but that's because everybody else just skated so bad. It's going to be a good program for him, but he has to skate it clean because, you know, he doesn't have like a lot of personality. It was he's got the night. He's got a nice program, nice choreography. He skates it clean. He's going to be in the mix again. You know, he's the silver world medalist right now, but it was definitely a lackluster performance, but it was good enough for him to hold on to the bronze medal. So it's possible that he could be in the Grand Prix final at the end, you know, if he can get a first maybe in his next competition that he's going to be on. Yeah, and for our figure skating fans who are not quite as in the know as as Liz and Tori, the Skate America event is the very first of figure skating event of the 2011-2012 season. So these people are really doing their programs in front of an audience for the first time, and it, right. show, it shows. And I was trying to take that into account. It's like, okay, you know, it's the first one, and they're going to keep getting better and better, but some of these people were unwatchable. That what Floranta Amodio? Oh I don't know if there's going to be a worst outfit because it was some tiger outfit. Oh well, yeah, and- <laughs> we'll see if the producer can get that online. And he kept stopping, like he's trying in his choreography. It was ridiculous. He hardly had any choreography. He was slow. He was spazzy. You know, and he's he can be a fun skater to watch because he's always different from everybody else that's in the competition. But really not a good skate for him. And this was a, a competition where he probably should have been one of the medalists just who with who was there as the field. And then the um, U.S. men, they're in a world of hurt. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, I don't know who we've got. Richard Dornbush was in this. He ended up fourth. I hate this program. He's doing a cowboy program. Oh, you know, no. The Lone Ranger music. Oh, no. no. Um, and the choreography was making me gag. He was uh, doing lassos, uh, cigarette smoking, shooting guns. No, I cannot have any of that. I thought it was totally hokey. God bless the USA. <laughs> I'm like, this is, that's not something that's going to win at the World Championships. No. Oh, boy. The winner was uh, Michal, Michal Brezhnev. But he said that they could call him Michael. But no, the queens are not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> we like Michal a lot better. I mean, Mike, you know, that might be good, but. Yeah, so he won. And the reason that he won and Kevin didn't was because he had a nine-point lead going into the long program. If he hadn't had that, Kevin would have been our champion here. His program, <laughs> he needs a new program. He's skating to the Untouchables, but then it's also got this techno music in it. And it's like, no. <laughs> It, I, I did. I did not understand it at all. When it was the untouchable music, the soundtrack of that, it was it was fine. But when it started getting into the techno stuff, I mean, that doesn't even go together. Nineteen thirties oh. Elliot Ness with techno stuff. I don't know. Um, his outfit was stupid because it was like a half and half shirt where half of it was like a vest and you know shirt. Oh for my the, gosh. For the gangster side, and then the other side was like the techno. I'm going to a dance club. It was weird. But he does have beautiful jumps. And I think that he's a good skater. I I saw improvement with him. He needs a different program because he is a much better skater than this program is. You know, he's got the nice jumps. He actually has really nice line, but the choreography is, it's not complex enough for him. And it's like, you need to get a different program. But then they panned over to his coach. And it's like, what chance does this guy have? The coach is wearing bright neon orange glasses oh no yeah (laughs) it's like it's like if this is your who you're going to have help you come up with your programs and costuming you're in a world of hurt yeah what is that guy like elton john or something (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes he was bald 
And he had on these crazy ass 1980s neon orange tiger stripe things. Oh, Michal, there's no hope for you. Yeah. So it's like he is a good skater and he could just do a lot more than what this program's going to let him do. So I don't know. Of course, it would have helped if he skated it clean. He did have a fall. He was giving points away, but he had that. He was able to do that because he had a great lead. Um, He fell and then he doubled a few jumps, too. So he was just kind of giving points away. Luckily, he was able to hold on and win because I do think he's good and he's somebody that should be in the medal mix at the world championships at the end of the season. So overall, the men's were not impressing me. It was not the way for me to start off the season. I'm like, I don't know if I can go any further than this. This might be our last episode. Of this. Yeah, it's a struggle. <laughs> well, and I should mention that Skate America was in Ontario, California, outside of L.A. And if you count the number of commentators, which was Scott, Tracy, Terry, and of course our good friend Andrea backstage, oh. and the number of skaters, you would be equaling the number of people who are actually in the stands watching the event. Nobody was there for any of the competition. It's like, I don't know, they should have had Groupon on that and given out the two for one tickets. Oh, yeah. Or I'm thinking, you know, they need to have it in Vegas and have like slot machines in the, in the seats or something to get people to come. I mean, the USFSA is in a world of hurt. This is, Skid America is one of the big events that the U.S. holds before nationals will be really right. the only event. And they couldn't yeah. get anyone to attend any of this. Even the ladies final had nobody there. None of them did. It was, yeah, it was a pretty poor showing. We always give the other events a hard time, like in Europe. It's like, uh, this might have been even worse than... Oh, yeah. I mean, the figure skating attendance is on the major decline. And it's obvious to see because the quality of skating is, is pretty... There's no stars. Well, okay, so let's move on to the dance competition then. We do have, I mean, we do have some bright shining stars, even though we're already mm-hmm. a little bit jumping the shark with these guys with Davis and White, but they did do an amazing, you know, amazing set of programs and they won the dance competition. They did. I, I love the the long program. You know, they totally scrapped whatever program they thought they were going with this year. And so this is a brand new one. I think that this waltz, it suits them because for me, they're not a pair that's really connected. I don't think that they relate or connect to each other, but they're super strong skaters and they have all the technical difficulty and they're they're just really strong, powerful skaters. And so they can rack up all those points, but I don't think they relate to each other that well. Well, I don't think either one of them are really like strong personalities, you know, it's no. not like they have all this personal charisma. Right. So I think that's part of the, part of what goes on with them. But yeah, I mean, the skating is really flawless and, and very, very well done. And they are, yeah, they're so far ahead of everybody else. They won this event by 22 points and they should have. I mean, they're fast. It's a, it's a really good program. And I think that, um, you know, this is the first time they've skated it this year in competition by the end of the season, it's going to be super strong. And it's definitely one that they can win with again at Worlds. I think it's going to be a really um, tough competition at Worlds between them and v- Virtue and Moyer because I have seen their long. I watched it today at the Skate Canada, which we'll talk about next week. And it's going to definitely be between those two pairs. And it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. They are fun to watch, and the quality of the skating is very high in dance mm-hmm. right now as, as compared, obviously, to the men's competition, certainly. And, you know, and also important is they always dress nicely. Yes. They don't come out with crazy-ass outfits, over-the-top, ridiculous, shredding, gloves, sequins. They always, they actually look like they're a dancing pair. Yeah, I do appreciate that about them, especially all the eyesores we have to see when the Russians come out. Ugh. 
well, and the Germans. Speaking of eyesores, uh, the French pair who got second in this at Pechelet and Borzat, they are they're also very good skaters and they almost got the bronze medal, but they fell at the Worlds last year and ended up getting fourth place. They are skating to, I don't know if it's the soundtrack from the Mummy mu- movie, but it is a mummy piece. And so she's a mummy and he's whatever, an Egyptian. But it's basically her outfit is t- a toilet paper dress. Oh, no. So it looks super cheap and cheesy costumey, but she has, you know, the gauze wrapped around her arms and legs, sort of. <laughs> I, I hope that stuff's not falling off on the ice while as, they're, it, as they're doing it. At this competition, it did not. And even, um, I think it was Tracy said, they need to get different outfits. That is not up to their level of skating because they are a good pair. They're always interesting to watch. They're innovative. And they are much better than, because the program was fine. The choreography was good. It was complex, difficult. The music, you know, wasn't bothering me. But the outfits were ridiculously stupid. So they need to clean that up. And then this third place team from Lithuania, I don't even know who they are, Tobias and Stagnius or something. All I (laughs) was not paying that much attention I think they were okay. All I know was that I got to listen to four minutes of good music because they were skating to Chubby Checkers, The Platters, and Little Richard. So really, you can't go wrong there. Oh, well, that's good. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge Platters fan. And, you know, and then I love the, the 50s rock and roll. And I'm like, this is great. I don't even know what they're doing, but I don't really care because at least I'm getting to listen to some good music here. Just- they didn't super annoy me. <laughs> Yeah, you know, turn it up. You won't be sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I can listen to that for four minutes. Oh, good. Um, you know, but it was really uh, only two people that were in this competition, which were the French and then Davis and White. Everyone else was going for the the bronze medal because the, those two are, you know, a step above everyone else. But then Davis and White and really Bertrand Moyer are, they're the leaders for ice dancing right now. And everybody else is a distant third well, I look forward to watching them on Skate Canada. Are they both in the Skate Canada competition? No, I don't think that they will. I don't think they're in the same competitions. They will not meet up probably till the Grand Prix final because I'm pretty. They have the same coach, so I'm sure the coaches are putting them in different competitions. So then they'll just match up at the Grand Prix and then, of course, the World. So it will be very interesting because their programs are very different from each other. Oh, suspense is building. The figure skating community loves that. Yes. All right. Well, let's talk about the pairs competition. Of course. You got to see. (laughs) I did get to see. Thank you, Universal Sports and TiVo. We had a bit of figure skating news, of course, which was shocking to the queens and annoying. At the end of last season, John Coughlin and whatever, Yankowskis, who won nationals, ended up breaking up basically two days after they won, after they finished Worlds. Right. So, whatever. But so now, now he's skating with Denny. Yeah, with Katie Denny, who was with Jeremy Barrett before. And they all actually won nationals once also. I would not say that she's an upgrade from mm, Caitlin. Probably <laughs> not. But um, they seem to be getting along well and to be doing well. I mean, they, the, the commentators kept talking about how they've only been together since May and they're really right. strong and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was actually impressed with how well they skated for the short time they've been together. But, you know, as with all U.S. pairs, they don't really do that much for me. Right. You know, she's got a tacky looking cheap dress on and they did have a huge twist and they have good throws. But, you know, her air positions aren't the best. Of course, they'll get better on the unison for the jumps and the side by side spins. But I don't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually watched the short program, and it was to East of Eden, which is pretty decent music. It was overall a good performance. They do have a high triple twist. You know, on the long program, I noticed they used some electric guitar version of the most overused music in figure skating. You know what I'm talking about, Tori? It's the da 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 You know that music? I mean, yeah. come on. No, yeah. I uh, was not loving their music or costumes. I mean, all you can say is they had they had did have a clean skate, but you just can't get excited about American pairs. Yes, yeah, our, our it, expectations are pretty low, so they did pretty good. Yeah, and it's like John Coughlin basically said he was retiring, and then it's like, oh well, I guess I'll come back. Oh, I can tell you're really feeling it, dude. You're really into it. Well, and aren't they a couple off the ice? I don't know. We Is that, Isn't that the scandal that happened? He dumped the other chick and then he's really with this one. I don't know. <laughs> look, into it, look into a producer. Yeah, I can't keep up with that. Yeah, we'll have the producer do some some research on that one. Um, but yeah, they ended up in fourth place. Not shameful, but you know, whatever. Good enough. I mean, I mean, it is kind of sad to get fourth place at a Grand Prix event when there's really nobody good there. Yeah. Okay, so the next pair, this scared the crap out of me. Are you talking about the Canadians? Well, no, I'm actually talking about um, someone who has a name of someone very similar that we actually cannot stand, and I could not believe it when I heard this. It was Don Baldwin, and I thought they were saying John Baldwin. (laughs) I just about fell out of my chair. I was yelling at the television. The producer had to ask me what was going on. I was like, do not tell me that John Baldwin is back in this competition, and why is he not with his wife? But it turns out it was John Baldwin's brother, Don Baldwin, who is 33 years old. Oh, so he's young. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, he's young. And he's skating with Tiffany Vice, who's 25. It's like, what? I, I, don't... Didn't, I didn't watch him. I'm like, I don't have time for you people because you have no chance in hell. They um, skated to Pirates of the Caribbean, which is becoming the, mo- the newest, most overused music in figure skating. And it's not even good music. I know. And they're mirror skaters, aren't they? Well, yes. And I believe, oh, and they are, it is confirmed, they are a couple off the ice. And it's Ooh. like, I don't know what. Well, they'll like. probably get married before John and Inouye. Probably. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, and they finished sixth. So, you know, whatever. Two places behind Coughlin and Denny, which is not bad. But I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know how they're on the scene. I don't know how they're in this competition, but whatever. We don't, I, we really don't have any pair skaters. So they're like, oh, we'll send you. Yeah. U.S. got nothing. Well, so then we had Mary Beth Marley and Rockney Brubaker. She's 16 and he's 25. I guess they're like, she must be like his little sister or something. But she yeah. has improved a lot, I thought, since last season. Yeah. I only watched a little bit of them because I'm like, nah, you guys, <laughs> I just can't watch the U.S. Bears. Yeah. So they're coached by Jenny Mito and Todd Sand. And John Nix, who is 82, you know, probably after John Baldwin, the oldest person in figure skating. <laughs> <laughs> but at least he's not skating anymore. Exactly. At least he knew when to hang it up. Um, and they were fourth in nationals last year. And they did their short program was the Singing in the Rain, which was really fun. And they um, had really nice outfits, very simple and classy. And then in the long, they did Rachmaninoff, which ended up being a total cluster. She fell on pretty much every single jump and biffed it on the throw. And they ended up in seventh place. So it was too bad after a great short program to, for them to really self-destruct in the long. Yeah, I only watched a little bit of the long because once they start making mistakes, I just scan right through them. Once, yeah. You know. Then it's 
time for me to check my Facebook and see, you know, <laughs> if anybody's commented on my new profile. <laughs> Speaking of, I do like your new hair. Oh, thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, fans, I got my hair done yesterday. It's like new and, you know, it a little chocolate cool. brown for the for the winter, you know, up on the season. But enough about me. <laughs> so what do you think about Zhang and Zhang, Tori? You know, so they were out last season. And I don't know. I feel sorry for them because I feel like China just won't let them retire. Oh, my God. I don't know what that communist government's really got a stranglehold on them. I mean, oh, and speaking of, they skated the short program to Transylvania. So there you go. I'm like, oh, you just know they want to retire. They were injured last year, so they got a year off. But, um, of course, they're good. They are silver medalists at, what, the 2006 Olympics. They were first after the short program, and they ended up second here. They have huge twists and throws. They, of course, were off on, you know, some of their spins and the jumps, but, you know, once they're practice it more, they're going to be fine. There'll be a pair that's in the mix and the medals at the Worlds at the end. You know, it's they're a strong pair. They skated it pretty clean, but I did notice that they lost steam at the end, but that's just conditioning. Yeah. They were off for a year because he had some hand injury. I'm like, boy, that's, that's messed I mean, they, up. Yeah, those Chinese will not let them retire. Well, they don't have their – I think they're keeping them around because they're like, our young skaters are just not quite ready yet. So you guys need to stay in there so we can still have, you know, as many spots as possible at Worlds. Yeah, I guess so. Man, those poor people. It's like, oh, give it a rest. And I thought, you know, they were a little bit boring for me, but I, I do like this pair. They're not quite as exciting as uh, the other Chinese pair, but they are good. They're quality skaters. Yeah, I mean, they finished in second place, so, you know, they're better than the Americans at this point, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I watched a f- couple other pairs, Canadian, German, Russian. I really have nothing to say about them. I was Well, bored. on the Canadian pair that got third, what is it, Moore Towers and Moscovich? Well, I was... I was not going to like them. As soon as their music started and it was Henry V, I got angry. I'm like, these people, (laughs) there's no way that you can skate to this. You are not good enough. I don't care who you are. You are not good enough to skate to this music. And they had tacky outfits on and she had a headband. And I'm like, that's just wrong. So, I mean, they actually skated it well. It was a clean program and they have good speed. But I don't know. They're kind of a little tacky for me. Yeah, I basically didn't get through it. You know, I I, I couldn't make it. It was you boring. couldn't let them do that to Paul's music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, Paul Wiley, you know, skated to Henry V in 1992 and won a silver medal, and that music just needs to stay in Albertville, right. France, where and where it began. Exactly. That's what I'm like. Why are these people trying to piss me off this early in the season? I know. No. And then the Russian pair there. She is so skinny and they were bugging me because she does not leave the ice when she jumps. Oh, yeah. How are they getting credit for their jumps? They should not be. She's so skinny and they don't connect to each other, the audience or the music. At the end, I'm like, they look like they didn't give a crap about what just happened. They were skating. Dr. Shivago, it's supposed to be a love story. They had no connection whatsoever to each other. And she's frail looking. She has really beautiful positions on, you know, the lifts and some of the spins, but she needs to eat some food. Well, the Russian government's probably forcing them to skate too. You never know. Well, she's, they're young. I think she's only 16, but they're hoping she's going to come along or both of them, but they are not exciting and they did not look like they were enjoying themselves at all. Yeah. 
Well, then, of course, I'm very, very disappointed to see the winners of this competition back on the ice because I wish they would just go away. <laughs> Sev Janky, Sev Janky, Sev and Slokovy. I just cannot. I mean, last year it was the Pink Panther. This year, I don't know what the hell it is. The short program I watched, Throw Triple Axel, Total Splat, which is scary because the only people who have done that successfully are in a one Baldwin, which is disturbing. Right. Um, skating to angels and demons music horrible outfits they were in fifth place but then of course they end up winning it you know they were in fifth after the short but they were only three points out of the lead so it's like just give them the gold right now yeah why even because that is yeah it might have been fifth place but three points is nothing especially for them because they have all the technical they have the most technical difficulty of any of these pairs that are going to be there so they can still make mistakes and rack up a bunch of points you know, they have nice lifts and throws, but they're not my favorite. And they just, <laughs> I don't know, after a while, they just start bugging you. And that they were getting slow at the end. I did not like the music. Their outfits were actually pretty decent for them, but not that great. And they probably will end up winning again at the oh, World yeah. Championship. I, who do, I mean, who is going to go against them? We got the Chinese and maybe they're going to come along, but they're not that exciting either. And I'm trying to think what other pairs are there? Oh, I guess there's the Russians, um, Trankov and Vols. Kavagudi. Oh. No, no, that's, yeah, you're thinking of Smirnoff and Kavagudi and Smirnoff, who are still around because I did see that they're skating at one of the Grand Prix events. Well, I don't know. I mean, Sevchenko and Sokovy, they had probably the best outfits I've seen seen them wear, but that's not saying anything. <laughs> exactly. And I agree with you about the music. On my notes, I put the word C-R-A-P in all caps with three exclamation points <laughs> because it's the music is horrible. It, it, there's no connection to it. It's, it has no musicality. I, I don't understand. Even the commentators were saying how great they are. I don't get it. I know that the... the- And the judges love them, too. It's a piece of music that you have to skate the program perfectly. Otherwise, nobody cares because it's not music that people like and they're totally into it. Even if your program's a little off, it's like they really got to skate it good because it's boring. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, figure skating fans, I will be fast forwarding through subsequent performances of theirs unless there's a major splat that I need to see. Right. Well, and then, you know, pairs really is not one of our favorites no. so, <laughs> to start off with. I mean, as you know, why we've stated, there's no, there's no stars. There's people we don't really like. And so it's a struggle to watch. Yeah, it's not an Ice Queen's preferred event. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the final program of our podcast, the women's, um, the ladies, uh, short and long. I watched both of those um, sort of. I was stunned and amazed to see Carolyn Zhang back on the ice at the age of 18, looking very different, you know, whatever, to put it delicately, she's grown into a woman's body now, and she's been working on her jumps um, to improve her high swinging free leg or jumping leg or whatever it is, and oh my god, in the short, she was, I thought she was, I mean, she was a little sloppy, but she was overall pretty amazing. Yes, I thought she did great in the short program, uh, skated it clean, and on the triple flip and the Lutz is the one that she has the high free leg on the, on the, she has a flip in it and much improved from last year, the technique. And it's like, wow, that's great. Look how good she skated. But then she came out in the long program and it was meltdown city splatting all over the ice. Terrible. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that was heartbreaking. The only thing that really saved her is doing the Pearl at the end of the program. Yeah. And she's I don't they're trying to tell me that she's got more speed. I ain't seeing it. I, I still it think either. that she's slow as hell and she's she looks chunky. Yeah, I mean, she's coached by Karen Kwan and Peter Opegard. It was nice to see Karen Kwan. She's, I couldn't believe, I mean, she's really, <laughs> I haven't seen her since she was on the ice as a teenager. She's really grown yeah. up a lot. But I, I, I'm wondering what that's going to do to Carolyn mentally to escape that poorly. And this is the only Grand Prix event that she's doing this season. Yeah. That's yeah. really bad. I don't know what she's going to do. I don't, it was, it was bad. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see because we will be at nationals to be able to see her. And that's probably the next time she's going to stay in front of an audience. So we'll see how she pulls it together. It by sounded then. like she's going to do some kind of second tier type of skating events before then. Mm. And it's like, good. She needs to. I don't know. She needs to practice. It's mean to say, but she, I don't know. She needs to lose weight. She looks chonky out there compared to the other skaters. Yeah, maybe she just needs to work on her conditioning and hopefully that'll work, you know, help with her jumps and all the other stuff too. I mean, she ended, finished in sixth place, which... <laughs> which uh, is pathetic considering what the field was. Yeah. And then she had a chance to medal at this. And then Joelle, Joelle Forte, 25 years old. I don't even know what she's doing there. I could barely, I didn't really watch her programs. It <laughs> but the like, sad thing is like she skated two programs that are probably the best she's ever skated. Yeah. yeah I, I, we had nobody else to send to Skate America, so this was her big chance. It's the first time she's got to go to a Grand Prix event. She skated clean, but, you know, she doesn't have the technical difficulty. She's not going to win anything. She's not even going to get a medal at Nationals. So it's like, what? Yeah, unless unless you're John Baldwin and you're skating till you're 45, debuting at 25 isn't going to be a good move. <laughs> no. But um, she didn't embarrass herself. She actually skated good. Yeah. She skated better than Caroline. Now, so now on to these Swedish girls, their sisters, Josie yes. and Victoria. I thought that the one girl was Nicole Bobek out there. Her hair was like so <laughs> almost white. I couldn't believe it. The one that got the third. Yes, Victoria. So I don't know. When Victoria or somebody from Sweden, whatever, is winning a medal on the Grand Prix, something's wrong exactly <laughs> i'm like who the hell is this person no um she fell on a lutz she was popping jumps shaky landings but still good enough to hold on or actually she came up because she was fifth after the short and she ended up third here so you know i couldn't believe that this was winning a medal here i think that if it the program had been skated cleanly it would have we might have enjoyed what would have enjoyed it more because it seemed like it was a good program if she's not falling all over the place and making mistakes because it had the choreography and it seemed you know interesting but i'm just what who is this person yeah i didn't i don't know either <laughs> and then um we had haruka amai from japan who's actually changing or training in detroit with dungeon and sato mm-hmm I guess Yuka choreographed her short program, and it was a really beautiful program. But then, of course, she biffed it big time on the long program and finished fourth. Yeah, you know, the long program's hard. You got to do a whole bunch more jumps. I did think that she has nice jumps when she wasn't falling down. She has nice air position and really spins, gets gets them around fast. But um, And it seemed like kind of a maybe a little bit too much mature, sophisticated program for her. 
but maybe she's going to grow into it. And by season's end, it's going to be good. Because I didn't, you know, I didn't hate the program and she had a nice outfit and the musics. She skated to My Fair Lady. Is that correct? Um, well, you know, I, I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> I remember Al was like, oh, I like this music. Of course you do. He loves, you know, musicals. Um, so... <laughs> Good for Al. <laughs> so um, I think it could be a good program. It just might be a little bit more than she can handle at this point. Yeah, um, I have something to say about Valentina Marchai or whatever her name is from Italy. Her, she had way, way, way too much makeup. It was like Cirque du Face out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and with the dark hair, no. Oh, my God. The producer was like, who is that? She looks angry. Like, she's going to beat somebody up. And I was like, I do not know. I Maybe don't know. I've she never seen got her. got mixed up and thought it was already Halloween. I think that is what happened. <laughs> yeah. No, I did not. I watched some of her short program, but she was messing up. So I'm like, I can't take this. Yeah. Fast forward. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of can't take it, Carolina Costner's back. Now, why? I have, like, picture me, like, um... Nancy Kerrigan, after she got whacked in the knee, sitting on the floor, just screaming, why, <laughs> at the television. That's what I was doing. <laughs> I know. I'm, we've asked her to retire for so long. But, and I don't even, this is hard for me to say. The long program, that is the best long program that I have ever seen her skate. I know. I'm like, what is going on here? I liked her outfit. I liked the program. I don't know how many times I can handle seeing it, but she actually skated very well. And, you know, she's never going to be one of our favorite skaters, but she did skate good. She had maybe one little mistake in it, and it's a well-constructed program. I'm afraid that she might be winning the world championships this year because I don't know who else is around. Apparently, Miki is not skating this season, and Yuna... That's not happening. Yeah, I've, I've given up on that girl. So unless Mao has totally got it together on her technique this year, Carolina and Alyssa, I think, are the front runners for medalists right now. Oh, she, Carolina did skate good, and that's really hard for me to say because I have not liked her. It, well, and part of it is because she's never skated up to her potential, and she's always lost it in competitions and skated you know, horrendous many times. But this event she looked good in the long yeah i mean in the short i watched it she had a green outfit on that desperately needed tailoring you mean to tell me there's no tailors in italy there's one down the street from me and i live in chicago so it's <laughs> like you know get that thing tailored it looks ridiculous M terrible music but she finished second so you know and i did she did skate well in the long program we can't take that away from her but we just i she's i just want her to go away i do want her to go away yeah i was surprised when I saw the program because I didn't hate the music and I didn't hate her outfit and she actually skated the best I've ever seen her skate a long program it's like some what is going on in skating right now I don't know well then we have um the producer's favorite skater because um of her ample bosom Elaine Gadenish what the hell's her last name Geden Vanishvili I don't even know what her last name is just call her Elena Elena, yes, thank you. Um, coached by Brian Orser, which, of course, I don't understand how that's happening because he's probably going nuts at the fact she can't put two good programs together. Seems to have lost most of his uh, good skaters. Yeah, he's ha he's having a slump. And now he's got the D-list. Oh, yeah. She skated her long program to Phantom of the Opera. I am so completely and totally over it, I can't even tell you. Well, what upset me is that was her program last year, and she was wearing the same 
outfit as she wore last year for it. I'm like, come on. Well, I At guess least get a different dress on. Skating for Brian Orser must be pretty expensive. She probably has to, you know, ma- maximize the budget somehow. She was bad. Wow. Yeah, she, Scott, Scott was saying, oh, I just love this girl. I'm thinking, you do? Why? He's always, he's always loved her since uh, the first Olympics that she was in in, like, 2006. He loved her because th- he thinks he, she's a little spitfire and she can jump. And she did look fit. She looks fit, but, boy, I don't know. She's fallen all over the place and quit. People do not skate to Phantom of the Opera. Oh, I know. Oh, Nobody, wa- the audience doesn't want to hear it. And then um, there was another skater, Ksenia Makarova from Russia. I, she scared me. I thought it was Kira Korpi out there. She looked exactly like her when I saw her. Oh, yeah. And she skated to Mar- She was Marilyn Monroe. I had to scan through her once she started making mistakes. I understand. <laughs> well, okay. Then we have our good friend Alyssa Sisney. I have to say the short program was amazing. The short program was perfection. I've watched it three times already. It's it was awesome. Music, costume, the dress was to die for. It was a, exquisite. It's the, I don't know if there's a better skating dress that I've seen. I don't think so either. I was saying, oh my god, it had a long flowy chiffon skirt. It was this beautiful pink color. It had this beautiful jewel detail detail on the back. Do you know who designed it? I don't know. Oh, I but gotta get to the bottom of that. That short program, it's perfection. It was so good. It was beautiful. It went by so fast when she skated it. Everything. She hit all of the elements. And, of course, you know, she has the great positions on her spins. And she's flexible and all-around complete skater. That's what I want to see more of. (laughs) I know. Why does she torture us? She tortures us every season. And then in the long program, she caught the Sisney again. I know. But she did hold it together. And um, I do like she's trying to up her technical difficulty which will help her at season's end you know she's trying to go for the triple triple combination she didn't fully rotate that second triple um putting more triples into her program and she's added back the sow cow because apparently she hasn't done a sow cow for like four years in competition i thought that was the easiest jump yeah i know i i was i heard that too maybe it's just one of the jumps she doesn't like or something but yeah I mean she did do the triple triple but then she fell on another jump um I wasn't really overly excited about her music in the long program I've never heard of it I didn't connect with it at all but she had a cool outfit yeah she did have a beautiful outfit and then I wasn't yeah I wasn't crazy about the music but then I'm thinking maybe it's because I was loving the short program so much it's like what's gonna live up to that short program music and costume yeah that's true it was a so, lot to live up to yes um you know she was shaky on some of the landings she but she did fight for it and I'm glad to see that because you know in the past she has had that where she's um just gives up so she definitely was able to hang on and because the rest of her skating is such high quality she gets lots of points on the spiral and the spins and the footwork the choreography just the her um performance scores are higher than everybody else that she was able to win even though she didn't skate her best at the competition so it was nice to see her win it wasn't her best skate but it was it was not bad especially for the first time out this season i think that both of her programs are really put together well and that there are strong enough programs that she should be winning a medal at Worlds at the season end. Yeah, that that would be nice. I would like to see that, especially over Carolina Costner. Yes, because oh, 
you know, I think that she's the top skater. She just has the issues with not being able to hold it together on the jumps all the time. But overall, for a complete skater, she's the best in the world, I think. Yeah, I mean, I hope that she really does continue to do well, even if it's not perfect every time. And, you know, just keep her confidence up. That will be important. Right. Keep improving. So. so speaking of keeping improving, I hope that there is improvement next week when we uh, watch and record Skate Canada because... Don't count on it. Uh, <laughs> See, I've already watched most of it. Oh, well, something to look forward to then. <laughs> All right, Tori, do you have any parting words for our fans after as we start this new season? Well, you know, I almost shut it down after the men's competition, but... Alyssa brought it back for me, so I will continue to watch some more skating, and there will be another episode after this one. All right, wonderful news. I'm sure all of our fans are dying to see what we do next. Um, I'd like to remind everybody that if you like our show, please review us on iTunes. We really appreciate seeing all the comments, and they help us move up to the iTunes rankings, which means more (laughs) figure skating fans will find our fabulous podcast. You can also leave comments on our website, theicequeens.com, and on our Facebook page. Plus, you can email us at show at theicequeens.com and also on Twitter, tweet us at theicequeens. And oh, and as you all know, the holidays are right around the corner, so you should probably stock up on some lovely Ice Queens merchandise. Shirts, hats, underwear, thongs even, all kinds of crap at cafepress.com slash theicequeens. This is your host, Liz, and my good friend, Tori, signing off until next time. Skate Canada next week, fans. Good day. Rock on. The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer.